Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. I mean, if you're going against competitors that have 500 reviews each, right? None of them have less less than 500 reviews. And you decided to go into that market, your, your mind is set, you're going after it. Then yeah, I would probably say, you know what? Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. This is the show where we discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. Get it? AMPM podcast. Speaking of recurring revenue streams, I was at the racetrack this weekend, racing my car with NASA. And while I was doing that, while I was having a blast going wheel to wheel, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. First of all, let me just say that it is a beautiful day here in Southern California. And because of that, The pool is in full action. I'm down by the clubhouse and it might get a little noisy. You might hear some children screaming and just having a blast. So if you hear that, oh well, nothing I can do. (laughs) But let's talk about the subject at hand here and that is reviews. Man, I see this over and over on our Facebook group and I think I just need to address this. So one of the most common questions people ask is, how many reviews do I need to have on my product page, on my account, before I start running pay-per-click? And my answer to that typically is, well, it depends, right? I know a lot of people have a, a straight answer, right? They just say, well, you need to get 20 reviews or you need to get 50 reviews or whatever the case might be. But you gotta look at a lot more data. So let's think about this for a second. If you're jumping into a category, right, and you're gonna be selling bunny scratchers, okay, like I do, and you've got one competitor, and that competitor has 17 reviews, that's it, right? Do I need to get 20 reviews in order to compete with that guy? No, right, I don't. I could probably launch with two reviews. I could probably launch with no reviews. As a matter of fact, I launched that product with no reviews. I did a podcast episode on that, right? I told you that because of the type of product it was, it would be very, very difficult for me, maybe even uncomfortable to get reviews. So I didn't do it and I launched without it and I got reviews organically, very slowly, but they started coming in and now I'm set. So I launched a product with no reviews, but that was because I had one competitor with very few actual reviews themselves. So you have to look at everything, right? Look at the product that you're selling. Look at the competitors that you're going up against. I mean, if you're going against competitors that have 500 reviews each, right? None of them have less less than 500 reviews and you decided to go into that market, your, your mind is set, you're going after it, then yeah, I would probably say, you know what? Shoot for like 50 reviews. Go out there, you know, you're gonna have to donate up about 100 units of your product and try to get some reviews. Maybe you can get 50 to 75 reviews, whatever the case might be, right? because you want to have some kind of number that doesn't make you look like like you're just starting out. And that's what it's going to look like. If they've got 500 each and a customer goes to uh, do a search and sees all the reviews, I mean, sorry, sees all the, the listings, all the products come up on the search page and they all have 500 and you have six, 
they're probably going to skip you more than likely unless your product just stands out like crazy. And that's a whole different story. We're kind of talking about, we're assuming, we're making assumptions here that all the products are essentially similar, right? In terms of their, their look and their titles and, and their optimization, everything looks about the same, okay? I'm not talking about if you just went gangbusters and you were an ultra ninja and you made your product listing look badass and you're you're just smoking everybody in terms of the way your your images look and everything because in that case it really doesn't matter as much how many reviews you have and that's another point guys if your product is just insane right you've gone to the nth degree and it looks fantastic and you're selling your product maybe even for more so there's a perceived value uh, about your product right? We talked about that in uh, my interview with, with Kevin King. You won't need as many reviews because your product is kind of setting itself up to be independent, to be separate from everything else. All right. But I always say when people ask, well, how many do you need to get started? You know, so that you can start running pay-per-click. All right. We, right now we were just talking about organically. Someone does a search and they see you, what's going to happen. But if you're running pay-per-click, and someone sees your ad, right? You're bidding an amount to get right to the first page. That's where your ad's gonna be, right? At the top of the first page, hopefully, or over on the right. And you want them to click through to your ad. Well, you gotta have something, typically, right? You wanna have some number of reviews. And I would say that it's gotta be um, a percentage of what everybody else has, okay? So if it's a, a declining amount, for example, if the number one guy has 500, but then the next guy has 400, then 300, 200, 150, you know, 45, 25, that kind of thing, then it's not it's not as important. You don't have to uh, compete on reviews with the guy that's at 500. You can launch with 20, 25. So my recommendation is get as many reviews as you possibly can as quickly as you can initially, right? Whatever's within your budget. I, you know, if you can set up or set aside 50 units or 100 units during a launch, then do that. If you haven't listened to episode 24, that one's titled The Manny Coats Launch Strategy for products on Amazon. I actually go through my strategy, what I do in order to launch a product. Okay, so uh, definitely check that out. It's a, I think it's a pretty good episode that really outlines a lot of the, the fundamentals and some of the things that I do differently than other people. But um, check that out, right? We talk about reviews in there. But guys, I mean, you got to really look at each case you know, on an individual basis, when you're launching something, you got to see, first of all, how many competitors you have, what are your competitors doing? And if you've got a solid number of reviews, I mean, I would even say five reviews is enough to launch with pay-per-click. Again, within the scope of things, right? I mean, if, if everybody else has 400, <laughs> then you probably want to get more. So you just got to be smart about it. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, what do they say? Common sense, right? I mean, it's, it's not that difficult. You, you have to have, there's got to be some reasoning behind what you're doing. So if you don't know it, think outside the box. You know, don't always listen to what everybody says out there, right? I mean, if everybody says, oh, you need 20 reviews, you need 20 reviews, you need 20 reviews. Well, how do they know what you need? They don't know your market unless they're actually looking at your product. You know, they're an advisor to you. They're, they've actually reviewed what you're doing. They can't say exactly what you have. Now, I know I do this as well. As a podcaster, you sometimes have to give fundamentals. You have to give, you know, some baselines. And so we try to say, well, you know, try to try to do this and try to do that. So, you know, I've probably been guilty of doing it in a podcast or two. I don't remember every single thing I say and I change all the time. So what I might have said in episode two might not be the same as now. But what I'm saying right now is definitely look at the whole picture. Okay.
And while I'm on the subject of reviews, let's talk about a few things I have talked in the past, okay? A lot of people say, well, what review service should I use? Well, I don't know, should you use a review service? Review services are fast and you can get a lot of reviews very quickly, but you know, you're putting your product out there. When you go through a review service and they stick it up on their homepage, everybody can see your review, or sorry, everybody can see your product, right? That you want to get reviews on. So is that what you want? Do you want people to see your product? Maybe you've got an ultra niche, super awesome thing and you just don't want to announce it to 1000 Amazon sellers, right? So you have to think about that. Um, a good way of doing things, and I think a lot of people do this, is to build up your own review service, right? Your own group of reviewers. And I'm not talking about going to Facebook and using review groups. Might it not be better if you actually went out, spent a little bit of time and cultivated and built up a review list of your own, right? A list of reviewers. If you went out and got 30, 40 different reviewers, specifically reviewers that do video reviews or reviewers that are known to leave five-star reviews on products related to whatever your niche or your category is, right? It's not that hard to do, okay? And it's even easier if you've got certain tools, but that might be a way to actually go about doing it. I mean, it takes a little bit more time, but it's also a list that you can email at any point. Maybe you've added them to a special group on Facebook that you've created a private group just with those people in there. You can have your own list. So think about that. Definitely something to consider, I would say. And finally, if you can, try to get video reviews, right? Say a, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, what's a video worth? It's worth a lot more. If you can actually see your product and we're assuming that your product is of great quality, looks awesome, right? There's not gonna be anything bad that they say about your product. So have them do a video on it. If you think your product will really show itself off on a video, ask the reviewer if they can actually do a video. Imagine if your listing had 10 video reviews on there versus 10 written reviews. That might set you apart from your competitors, right? So anyway, that's what I had to say about reviews. Let me tell you about a story that has to do with reviews. It actually just happened um, yesterday, okay, and part of today. I had somebody actually review, they, they wrote a, a product review and gave me a one star, okay? They gave my product a one star. And um, I hate that. I hate when I see that. I'm like, ah, if it's seller feedback, no problem, right? I can get 99% of those removed very quickly. But when it comes to customer reviews, it's a pain, right? You have to go through seller support. You got to contact them. You got to try to get them to remove it. And it almost never happens, okay? Well, at least it doesn't happen for me or the people that I, I talk with and network with. It just, it's, it's a brutal process. But anyways, the story is this. The customer actually got sent the wrong product by Amazon, Okay. So, and I posted this on the Facebook group. Uh, the example was, imagine that the customer ordered a hat and then Amazon sends them um, silverware or dinner plates, <laughs> something totally different, right? And so they write a one-star review saying that they got the wrong product and contacting the customer, trying to get them to remove it doesn't uh, work out. It just, it doesn't happen, right? The customer just never responds. So then I contacted Amazon and said, hey, look, this is clearly an issue on your side. You guys sent the wrong product and Amazon reviewed it and says, nope, it falls within our guidelines. You know, the customer has the right to state what they feel about blah, blah, blah. So then I, I appealed it essentially saying, look, it has nothing to do with the product, right? The product is not silverware. It's not dinner plates. It's, you know, it's a hat. And um, they came back and they said, we've re-reviewed it and 
um, we are sticking to our guns essentially. They did not want to remove it and they said that they would no longer entertain any more communication in regards to getting that review removed. So pretty frustrating, you know, and I'm not the only one that uh, this happens to. It happens to just about everybody who does any kind of volume of sales. So when it happens, you know, what are you going to do? You got to kind of roll with it. Don't let it ruin your day. One tip I can give you um, is to go into that review and you can actually click on the comment button, right? Make sure you're logged into your your business account, okay? Not on, don't be logged into like a personal account. Make sure you're logged into your Seller Central account. Go into Amazon, bring up that review on the listing, and there's a little comment link. Click on the comment and actually write a comment um, in response to whatever that one-star review is, or two-star, or even a three-star if you want, okay? And then just respond and, and kind of address the issue so that at least if somebody else sees the one star, they'll see that there's some comments on it and they can go ahead and read those and hopefully that will keep somebody from running away. Okay. Hopefully that's uh, helpful for you guys. All right, guys, that's it. That's all I got. We're going to keep this one short. I've got a lot of stuff going on. Sorry if this week is a little bit slow with Periscopes. Speaking of which, um, if you're not doing this right now, definitely download the Periscope app and then go to uh, open it up and follow me on Periscope. Follow Manny Coates and you know I've got over a thousand people there that uh, join me for live video feeds and um, it's a Q&A typically, right? It's uh, mostly beginner stuff but it, there's always a lot of good questions going on and uh, it's a good way to, uh, to get to know me and I get to know you. The other thing is if you're listening to this for the first time and you haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to it on iTunes or on Stitcher or Google or wherever it is that you're actually uh, getting the podcast. That way you don't miss any of them. And definitely go to the ampmpodcast.com website, okay? And on that website, on the right-hand side, will be a Facebook, group, a Facebook group link. Click on that, okay? And that'll take you to our Facebook group. It's called the FBA High Rollers. Okay, you could also do a search for that on Facebook, FBA High Rollers. It's a private group, it's a closed group, but we will uh, get you approved and you can go in there and join a lot of awesome people. I'm in there, Guillermo's in there, and um, we post a lot of videos and things that um, you can't get on the podcast, obviously. So uh, check that out. Definitely do that right now if, if you can. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you in there. So um, the, the final thing I guess would be if you enjoy these podcasts, I'd love to get a little review on this. Um, that always helps. Reviews on, on iTunes um, helps just like it does on Amazon. So guys, with that said, I am out of here. Have a great day or night wherever you're at. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye now. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.